Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stubby, very, very much. And welcome to our second hour, folks. Both hours sponsored by Ace Hardware. Um, if you would like to call, this would be a very appropriate time to call. We have open lines, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And we have a lot of, uh, a lot of football op- opposing us right now on TV. As I mentioned an hour ago at this exact time, I have been doing this uh, gardening thing since 1978, and I have learned a long time ago uh, to be very philosophical about it in the fall. You have a lot of competition. People are outside doing things, too. They're out shopping. They're gardening. Heaven forbid you'd be gardening on a beautiful day like today. Oh, my goodness. This is a great time to get into a garden center. But in the meanwhile, I would love to hear from you. I hope you'll pick up the uh, pick up the phone and give us a call. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones, doing all the heavy lifting. The phone number is 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? Let's talk about the plants at your place. We have an hour until I am off the air today. If you uh, are trying to figure out what to do with your landscape this fall, there's a lot of opportunity for you to uh, to improve things. This is a great time for planting. Nurseries have great supplies. The merchandise looks wonderful. It's had this summer to grow. Nurseries have brought things along. They've held back merchandise from last spring that they didn't want to sell, the, the, re- the uh, wholesalers. They wanted to have a uh, good supply for fall, and it's been released now. So this is your opportunity. Let's talk about it. 888-787-5543. Please call right now. So I mentioned to you the uh, stickiness and the uh, the fact that we have so much problem right now with honeydew from pecan aphids. I have never, ever, ever seen the uh, honeydew be so bad on uh, on pecans, on crepe myrtles, on a lot of other shrubs, uh, on oaks, on elms, just a lot of our trees. And uh, it what what you're seeing is a sugary substance that is processed by the insects and then uh, exuded to surfaces below. If you have a car... If you have a patio surface, if you have uh, turf grass, shrubs, whatever, they're going to get coated in this stuff. It washes right off. It's water-soluble instantly. It's just just like sugar water. And so it's not a long-term problem. The problem comes if you have uh, patio furniture or we have a paved stone driveway, which is a porous uh, driveway with... uh, lots of little nooks and crannies, and the honeydew will get in there, and then sooty mold, a fungus called sooty mold, S-O-O-T-Y, will begin to develop in the honeydew, and that causes an ugly look. It'll darken the uh, the, uh, the the pavers. Uh, you'll see it also on patio furniture. You'll see it even on the side of your house if you're not careful. So it's very important that you get the honeydew washed off before all that begins to Uh, develop. You'll notice also if you drive down a paved road that is beneath uh, large trees, that right beneath the trees the pavement is darker there, and that's the same thing. You can see exactly what's happened. So we have to be aware of it and know that the next time it rains, all of this will get washed away and things will be back to wonderful again. But they're not wonderful right now. Uh, As I mentioned last hour, I bought a couple of years ago a little inexpensive electric blower, and uh, I blow our driveway and uh, create myself kind of a pathway through the drive. I have a much better gasoline blower, but uh, but I don't want to get that out and crank it up and go to all that trouble. So I'll just use the electric blower to create about an eight-foot-wide pathway for us to walk and for me to go out to the garage to do things and also get uh, Zeus out to go run and romp and play and have a a good time. I'll do that several times a day. And uh, that helps because, my goodness, you track these things into the house so easily. That's what it is. No spray is justified this late in the season. 
they're not going to hurt the trees at all. It's just an annoyance of all magnitude. So, oh my goodness, the lines are full. I had my ad copy in front of it, and I didn't notice. Thank you for calling very much. Let me get my ad out of the way, and we'll get right back to our business then. I'm going to tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. Speaking of stone, this is beautiful stone. Uh, Mike and Derek Wisnat, second and third generation to be involved in this company. It's a family business that began in 1983 at 4501 East, Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth. Whiskey Stone. These are great people with beautiful stone. 22 acres of stone. They have a stone for every project. Maybe you're doing uh, a retaining wall, and they just have the most beautiful stone for that. Retaining walls are fun. If you're doing one that's 16 or 17 inches high, uh, you can probably do that yourself. If you're getting to one that's, uh, uh, we'll say, three or four feet high, then you probably want to hire a professional, somebody who knows how to uh, anchor it back into the wall and, and make sure it doesn't push out. There's a lot of physics involved in in taller retaining walls. Uh, if you're doing a, uh, well, maybe a patio, uh, there's a, a lot of fitting, and the, the really good masons know how to do that. Well, Whiskey Stone can refer you to the best landscape contractors around, the ones who do the beautiful stonework. Uh, they also will help you pick the right uh, the right stone for the job and the right quantity of stone for the size area that you have. So take drawings, take measurements, and uh, take photographs of what you like, and they'll help you match it all up together. Great people, great place, and beautiful stone. Open six days a week, closed on Sundays at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. That's 817 817- Four two nine zero eight twenty two eight one seven four two nine zero eight two two whiz hyphen q dot com w h i z hyphen q dot com it's whiz q stone. I'm Mark from Benbrook Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines, as promised. We have Lance and Joshua up next. Lance, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Uh, yes. I had a, a, I have an old peach tree that has been neglected for a few years, and it's got demosis uh, all over it. And we were wondering uh, what to do to cut it back and leave a couple of uh, main branches or what? Or can we cut it all the way what do we need to do with this? You know, what I would probably do is I would go off somewhere else in your yard. I would get a couple of new peach trees and, and get a nice, fresh start. Uh, is this producing at all at this point? Yeah, it, it produced a, uh, quite a few uh, this year, but they all were right. late. They were well, late producing, but they yeah. were, it was full. Well, this uh, spring was, was an odd spring that was cold late. Right. I would uh, I would get a couple of new peach trees from a reputable independent retail garden center or uh, uh, from Womax. They, they sell the best varieties or from, like I say, an independent, not from a national right. chain store. And and uh, I'd plant them and get them coming along. And then when they're ready to bear in two or three years, uh, then I would take that one out. I would not try to salvage it. Once you get a whole bunch, it very likely is borers, peach tree borers. And once that starts to be a problem okay. and it's it's time to take it out okay so take it out now or you said wait no i would well that's why i ask if it was producing if it's producing i'd leave it there another year or two oh, okay, i'd get okay. the other ones coming okay. along and let them overlap that way okay okay i got you sir thank you very much you're welcome very much appreciate the call have a good day all right Let's uh, see where we are. We have Al in Southwest Fort Worth and Bill in Hillsboro. Thank you both. Let me uh, get this break, and I'll be on schedule for once in my life. Let the record show that I was on schedule. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. I decided years ago that I wanted to self-publish this book so I wouldn't have to deal with the uh, rigors of uh, a publishing house and their committees, their endless committee meetings of how can we cheapen the book more to get more profits into the into the stockholders' pockets. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to self-publish, and I'm going to figure out how I can give more value to my book. And that's what I did. And one of the things I ended up doing was cutting the price lower and lower 
for you to help you get a better and better value. You're not going to find very many 344-page books printed on really high-quality paper, printed in the United States, specifically in San Antonio, and a hardback at that with 840 photographs. You're not going to find those for $32.95, for you and slip there, forgive me, $32.95. You won't find that happening very often. That is an incredible value for you, and uh, then it will come to you as a signed copy. I'll be happy to sign it for you. I sign them after they after they sell. Now, that is a, a closeout of the fifth printing. There's no reason that there's anything second class about the fifth printing. I just want to get everything evened up because of the supply chain issues. I got to, I got to kind of a, a tangled electronic uh, a mess of, of uh, fifth printings at the time that all of a sudden I get a note saying, we can put the sixth printing on the press. We'll have them there really quickly. And that came in the late spring. I said, oh, great right before the summer after I'd been asked to uh, uh, asked to to wait almost a year and uh, okay whatever and so I've I've put them on sale through the summer and I'm almost out of the fifth printing now it has uh, uh, the sixth printing will have two paragraphs dealing with the cold of 2021 February and that's all it's the only difference so but you're going to be saving six dollars you don't want to miss that opportunity so book has 11 chapters 344 pages all those photos all that information including a 48 page calendar of when to do everything that will pay for the book all in its own right your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or i'll refund every penny you spend now, it's not in stores and not on Amazon. The two ways that you can buy it are by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. Or the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Don't delay because once the, uh, once the, the, the books are sold, these last few hundred copies that I have, then the price will go up. 800-752-GROW or neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. All right, let me tell you about Sunburst Shutters right now. One of the best things you can do for your house. Love this product, and the people are pretty nice, too. They're fabulous, in fact. The uh, sunburst shutters, that's something we did for our house about 12 years ago, and we have loved them every day since. These are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. It's a man-made material. It looks like wood, but it, it functions so much better, and it lasts so much better. They don't crack or warp or split or peel. They are either white or off-white, depending on your choice, and they are color-fast for as long as you have them. I mean, you may have them for dozens, scores of years, and they will look just as good. Now, they have... Um, they are they are plantation style shutters, so they come in two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size, and that's why you want to have them come to your home and bring samples to your home, hold them up in your windows, and they'll help you choose the best louver size for the look of your home. And then after you hear what they will cost, and then you say, "Well, that's a deal. That's a very affordable deal," then they will set out to measure each window in your home 
You say, well, you don't have to do that. They're all the same size. And they'll say, yeah, not exactly. There's tape and bed work that's done on each of these windows, and they all will vary just a little bit. That's why sunburst shutters fit so perfectly. We have them, I can tell you, uh, from firsthand experience. They keep the light out. They keep the heat out in the summer. They keep the cold out in the winter. They are fabulous. Sunburst shutters. Give them a call. If you want to go to the showroom, they'll give you directions. 214-343-2601. Also available in San Antonio and Austin, Houston and Waco. 214-343-2601. That's sunburstshutters.com. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and you're looking for great, authentic Yeti products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. What a cheerful soul. Let's go to uh, Al in Southwest Fort Worth. Al, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Hey, Neil. Hey, uh, I got some raised garden beds um, that I put in this year, first year. And, uh, Getting ready to winterize here in a couple months, I guess after the first frost, so mid-November. Looking at uh, the Internet and Google and all that stuff, man, they're talking about putting down like a, a, a ground cover, or a, 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 you know, and then uh, you, you let that grow into a clump of grass, and then you turn it, and then you cover it, and then you turn it over in the spring. Seems like a lot of work. I was wondering uh, if you'd give me something nicer that, <laughs> that I want to hear. Well, I think that's going to be an easy task. Um, that sounds to me like they're putting a cover crop in, which uh, would be to add organic matter back into the soil. And uh, I guess you could do that. I've never done that with my gardens. I I find it just as easy or easier uh, to collect all the, the fallen leaves and the old end-of-season grass clippings, everything else, and work them in uh, now. Uh, that's a little bit dependent. That's a little dependent on the size of the garden and the number of leaves that you have. I I live in a pecan forest, and if I had a raised bed garden that was eight by twenty-four feet, I wouldn't dare put all that organic matter into that smaller garden. But if I wanted to put a, an inch or inch and a half of of ground up tree leaves in, I could do that, um, and I would do that after the first freeze, after my last vegetables were out. Some some vegetables will endure through the first freeze. Broccoli and cauliflower, things like that, collards will make it through the first freeze. But once you get rid of all the vegetables, then you rototill down six or eight inches. You work fresh organic matter in. I would put some new pine bark mulch in. That's what I use for organic matter as well as peat moss, as well as compost and the, and the freshly uh, uh, shredded leaves, all of it. So I have a variety of things that go in, and um, then I rototill. Let the let the winter freezing and thawing. Kind of, it's called mellowing the soil. The soil mellows from all that. It freezes and thaws, and it uh, it helps break down the organic matter. And that would begin in late November. You have all of December and a little bit of January, and then you're ready for planting. And so it it's only uh, it's only empty for seven or eight weeks, not very long. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 the, the, what they were putting down was a cover crop, and it just seemed like, wow, and the, the, online, the, the videos and the, the pics, they were look really thick, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, well, some of those are probably northern gardens yeah. that may go dormant uh, even by now or a month ago, um, and... And some of them may only be spring gardens, just one one garden a year. In in my case, um, I, I don't have a, a really big fall garden this year, but I have in the past. I've had a, a, almost as much stuff in the fall as I did in the spring. And as a result, then, uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to go in and, and plant a, a cover crop. But you, you could use one of the grasses. Uh, some Some people, if they think they might have, um, a nematode issue in the soil. They would use Elbon rye as a trap crop for the nematodes. Uh, you you could use uh, clover as a as a legume to help enrich the soil. There are other things you could use, but I think it's from my standpoint. I don't make that much of an art and science of it. I just mix organic matter in. I have other things I need to do 
that are yelling at me louder than that is. What, what if I just uh, rip all my, uh, uh, you know, after the first freeze, just rip it out, take all the roots out and all that, and then uh, maybe covering it with a tarp until spring and then adding, I mean, I could easily add uh, five inches in, in, of compost and turn it into soil then, or, or is it advantageous to, to, like you say, have it in, in uh, that six weeks to let it mellow? I prefer to have it in there, and I don't know why you would want to cover it with a tarp. I don't see that. out. Weeds out. I, I don't know that weeds are going to come up in that six or eight weeks. And if okay. they do, when you rototill for the spring, even if you're using a mini tiller or a smaller tiller, which you probably would in a raised garden, you're going to be tilling them up. They're not going to be there. Okay. Get rid of them. Yeah. I like your answer better than what I saw online. I'm glad I win. Good deal. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. Take care. All right. His line is open right now. In fact, you could have any. You can have your choice of three lines. That's how many we have. They're all empty right now. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Bill in Hillsborough was going to be next, but Bill bailed as soon as I went to Al instead. So uh, his avocado question is uh, going to remain unanswered. So there we are. Don't don't have Bill any longer. He may have lost his signal. And, uh, Bill, you're welcome to call back. You'd be on the air right now if uh, if you were there. So give a call, 888-787-5543. So let me uh, tell you right now about Callaway's, and uh, then, we'll, uh, then we'll go back to the phones and see what happens. We have our tiny garden tip. Callaway's Nursery has everything you need to add color, beauty, and joy to your autumn landscape and patio, including matrix pansies and mums, and even more wonderful items from their extensive autumn harvest collection. Matrix pansies and mums are great in fresh new pottery on your patio. They add a welcoming splash of color to your entryway for all your family and friends to admire. This is like the, the call I had last hour, trying to cut back on water use, and, and I said, well, but use container color and, and and put it in prestigious spots. Here you are, Matrix Pansies and Mums in those beautiful containers from Callaway's. Callaway's hand selects Matrix Pansies specifically for their extra-large blooms, unique colors, and lasting power. You will love them as a continuous highlight in your landscape from now until spring. Garden Mums are perfect for adding that special seasonal touch. With their full and lush colors in rich palette of autumn's vibrant shades, including golds and reds and yellows and more. Complete your front porch pumpkin display with stunning pottery and these beautiful blooms or plant them into your flower beds for a pop of color that will return year after year. Visit your neighborhood location and immerse yourself in everything autumn. Their autumn harvest collection of specialty Texas-grown pumpkins, gourds, and creative lawn decor will highlight your senses. you want to stop by your local Callaway soon for the best selection and to pick up all your favorites so you can entertain in style. Shop local at any of their community stores, including their new store in Prosper, or order online. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at nine for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. They're beautiful and they are super friendly. Callaway's Nursery. Life live beautifully. Callaway's.com. Interact with us on Facebook as well as on Twitter at 570-KLIF. This is Real News and Information 570-KLIF. KLIF.com. All right, and folks, before we go to the tiny garden tip in a moment, why don't you give me a call? This would be the time to fill up the phone lines again, like you did half an hour ago. That phone number is 888 787 KLIF. 888 787 5543. Niels Ferry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes out on Thursday evenings a little after 6 p.m. I love writing eGardens. We've been doing it for 18 years now. We have about 80,000 subscribers. It comes directly from my computer to your email. There are five stories each week. One of the stories is always a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that weekend. Another of the stories is always gardening this weekend, where I tell you the things that need to be done over the ensuing three days. And you always have the Q&A section. We've expanded it greatly, so it's questions that you want to know about. 
So that's kind of fun. And this week we have a wonderful story on rocking chairs in the landscape by Diane Sitton, who does beautiful stories and who illustrates them so gorgeously. That's just an example of eGardens. You can see what it looks like right where you sign up for it. Go to neilsperry.com. Oh, it's free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, and I'm not going to spam you, so you have all that to know and feel safe about. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Take a look today. Sign up today. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Let's talk just a moment today about tree placement in your landscape. You want that shade tree to be ample distance from structures. Many trees get very large, so large trees like pecans and oaks and Chinese pistachios need to be 20 or 25 feet from the house. Larger houses, two-story houses, the tree needs to be 25 feet out. That's going to cut down on foundation repairs and also roof repairs or extensive pruning. You need to have ample room from other trees. Know how large the trees will grow. Make sure they don't crowd one another. You need to make sure the tree is placed so you'll get shade from evening or morning sun. And it needs to be out of line with all other structures. You want it to look like it grew naturally there, not like it's in some contrived placement. Away from centers of spaces, it needs to be visible so it'll give a good focal point. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. All right. And uh, Mike said during that uh, little recorded interlude that he's had several calls asking about the uh, honeydew from pecan aphids. And, folks, the write-up that I did for it uh, is in eGardens this past Thursday, two nights ago. And you can see that whole write-up if you'll just go online to my website, neilsperry.com, click on eGardens, and then all you have to do is scroll to the one from October 6th. And you'll see the, the, the story on, on honeydew from pecan aphids and what you need to do or not do uh, to deal with them. So uh, that's a lot more than Mike is able to tell you just on a quick phone call. He's, uh, he's sure busy trying to answer phone calls. And uh, so that'll, that'll give you the whole detail of it all. You go to neilsperry.com, then click on eGardens, and uh, just look for the... Uh, October 6th issue of it, which is very visible there, and, and you'll have everything you want. So I hope that helps. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware now. Ace is the place, Ace is the place that sponsors this program. You know that? Both hours of it, all year long for many years now. Ace is the place. And, uh, I'm about to tell you the, my, one of my favorite specials they've ever had. Uh, this is a very special product and, and, we mentioned it to you for the first time last week. I think this is maybe a new product, or at least it's new to my talking about it. I think they had first alert last year, but with a slightly different product. I am tickled to tell you about this one. So that's Ace, Ace Hardware. Forty of their stores joined together to sponsor this program and, and other things that I do. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks, and October is Fire Safety Month at Ace. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on First Alert smoke and carbon monoxide alarms. First Alert 10-year series of smoke and carbon monoxide alarms, that's the definitive edition of this revolutionary line of alarms. A leap in technology has eliminated the need ever to power or charge this unit with batteries. Yahoo to that! It's powered by sealed 10-year lithium batteries to provide continuous protection for 10 years without battery replacement. End-of-life signal will alert you when the alarm needs to be replaced, the whole alarm. It's a 10-year limited warranty. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know, your neighbors. Ace is the place. Now, let's go through that again. This is a 10-year series of smoke and carbon monoxide alarms, the definitive edition of this revolutionary line of alarms. It's a leap in technology, eliminating the need ever to power or charge this unit with batteries. 
It has a sealed 10-year lithium battery to provide continuous protection for 10 years without battery replacement. Ace is the place that can help you because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hey, it's Amy Shadroff from Real News and Information in the morning. Monday on the show, we'll do all the Monday morning quarterbacking from the Cowboys game and the latest on efforts to restore power and water to southwest Florida. Real News and Information in the morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF. Thank you, Amy. Let's talk about my website, neilsperry.com. Several things that you can do while you're there. That's where you go to buy my book. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. It's on my website at neilsperry.com. In this one instance, it does matter to me that you spell my name correctly. Otherwise, you may be off to Mars. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And you're looking for Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's there on my website. That's one of two ways you can buy it. The other is by calling my office. So go to neilsperry.com. That's also where you sign up for my free electronic newsletter, eGardens. It's the only way you can get it is by going to my website. 80,000 people have done exactly that. And uh, there are a lot of other things. That's where you find my 1,001 Frequently Asked Questions. That's something I put up there several years ago, and I go through periodically and make sure it's all up to speed, up to date. You'll find archived information on Rose Rosette virus and also on crepe myrtle bark scale. All of that at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, I'm Sunny from Commerce Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sunny, very, very much. When you go into an Ace Hardware store, please ask for the owner or manager. Just ask if they happen to be there, and that's when you would tell them, hey, I appreciate your sponsoring Neil's program. Thank you for that. And they'll, they'll say something kind back, and then you can go on about your way shopping. That's all it takes. That makes a huge difference to them, and it really does to me. So thank you. Hope you'll do that. We have two open lines. If you'd like to call, this is your chance right now. Please give me a call, 888 888- 787-KLIF-888-787-5543. Joni in Colleyville. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, how can I help you? I have two questions. What's the distance, required distance, for a pecan tree to be planted in? where you have a pool in the background or you have a driveway, what do you recommend? Well, I wouldn't recommend putting it over a pool, first of all, because there's always litter coming out of a pecan tree. and so I'd, Or five feet from a pool? That's too close? Five feet? Yes, from, from the fence line. Yeah, I wouldn't use it within 40 feet of a pool. I just wouldn't put a pecan tree near a pool because I live in a pecan forest. I am intimately familiar with pecan trees. I love my pecan trees. I wouldn't move to get away from the pecan trees for anything. I'm happy with them. Not too happy right now because of the honeydew that they're dripping. But but uh, anyway, to get past my immediate cause of whining, um, the the problem is you're you're going to have catkins that are the the flowers that fall in the spring. You're going to have pecans that are falling in the fall. You're going to have leaves that will fall over about a two-month period. There's there's always, as my friend Bob Cunningham, he's been gone for 50 years, as Bob, the, the tree man for Lambert Landscape, said, there's always something, and there was an expletive in there, falling out of a pecan tree, another expletive. Bob was salty. <laughs> and and so I, I'd use a pecan somewhere else. If I wanted something near a... a uh, pool i'd probably use just to have a really elegant tree there Joni. i'd use a a little gem or a or a teddy bear magnolia probably now they're going to have about a a four-week period where they're dropping things in may but at least they're done then right okay thank you i i'm not the one that's planting it uh a neighbor planted it and it's about five feet from my fans and i wanted to hear it from you first 
Well, five feet is awfully close to anything, and and again, voice of experience. We built our house in 1977, and our builder poured the slab while I was out of town working for the extension service, and he put it 18 inches closer to a pecan tree than he was supposed to, and now that pecan tree is beginning to nudge the soffit of our house. It's only about two feet away from the house, and it's... It's now about, it's the biggest tree on our 11 acres, and it's it's going to be a problem for us. Yes. So you, you've, you've got to be, you've got to be away from a house, away from concrete, away from things by 15 feet probably at least. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And also, I have one more question. Sure. I have grass that, of course, has died back. And it, it looks like it either had grubs or it had um, some sort of sap from oak trees. And so it killed it pretty bad because the birds are eating off of it. So it's got to be grubs or, or something embedded in that grass. What, when, if I replant in that area, I was reconsidering uh, cutting out a section and then putting some different types of plants. Um, do you recommend that um, I go with, like, cacti or that yucca plant that you were talking about. If I do something like that, do I have to totally dig out all the soil um, and start new with an acidic-type soil? Or I did buy your book, so I can refer to it. Okay. um, Well, we yeah, we really need to talk. Hang on just a second. Sit down. Uh, First of all, uh, what kind of grass did you have? St. Augustine. All right. You would not have grubworm damage at this time of year. It would be showing up starting maybe. I've had one case of grubworm damage that I could, could, could absolutely guarantee was grubworm damage in the last several years. Grubworms are not a, not a big thing right now. Um, okay, chinch well, bugs. You have a fungus right now. Fungus. Chinch bugs. Yeah. Chinch bugs are a big thing. Uh, back in the summer this year, but only in hot, sunny locations. Gray leaf spot was a big thing uh, in sun and shade. Um, so I think it's much more likely it was one of those two things or just too much shade. St. Augustine has to have six hours of direct hot sun to survive. A lot of people think that, that something else ate their St. Augustine when in reality they don't have enough sun where it's dying out. I've seen that so many hundreds of times. It's the most common question I'm asked. It has been for 50 years of my career. So you, you need to think about those things. Um, the yucca and uh, the red yucca and uh, whatever the other plant was you mentioned need full baking sunlight and would be a disaster anywhere near trees. And they need alkaline soil, or, or they certainly don't need to have acidic soil. Uh, they would not be something to plant into a shade bed where, where the grass has not done well. Um, well, that's good. That's perfect because yeah. the area has a lot of sun. Um, I'm talking about 100% of sun. And and yeah. I'm not, I mean, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to put enough red yuck in to make an impact. It's a lovely plant, but it's, it's I, I can't picture that being used beneath or anywhere near trees. It's something that's used in a very different way than what I'm picturing what you have. Uh, it's, it's used in with, uh, other, uh, other plants, uh, as, uh, almost as a shrub or as a perennial or something. Uh, and it, it, no, 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 no. Uh, if you need a ground cover to replace the grass or something else, I can go with that, but, but not red yucca. Red yucca gets, when it's blooming, four feet tall. Okay. Okay. I don't this think that area would, look right. would be a corner, like the street side. It would, we our front yard is divided in two sections. One has a tree, and that grass is still green. The one that has no tree on it um, is the one that got damaged badly, and it has fungus now. So we have to redo it. So I thought maybe it would I, be ideal. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't automatically assume it has fungus. Please go to my website and look at St. Augustine Diagnostics. I had so many calls uh, about a month ago on St. Augustine, it was just taking the whole program up. 
that I, I spent a whole day and, and put a big bunch of diagnostic stuff on St. Augustine there to help people okay. figure out what was going wrong with their St. Augustine. Um, okay. The odds of it being uh, fungus are there, but they're not great. The odds, if it's in full sun, the odds of it being chinch bug damage from the summer are huge because they were just, they were terrible this year. And they hit about yeah. the same time that the heat and the drought hit. A lot of people uh, uh, thought that the lawn was just burning up because of heat and drought, the high temperatures and the drought. And in reality, the chinch bugs were out there doing their thing. So please look that up and, and see if that might be a possibility. If that's the case, and it might be easier just to go back in with more St. Augustine and and just be very mindful not to let chinch bugs get a head start on you if you think there's any chance of that. There's a really good write-up of that part of the diagnostics on, on chinch bugs to show you how they how they attack a lawn on my website at neilsperry.com. I think they partly one section does have cinch uh, bugs. Um, I agree because I've seen them jump. No, 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 no. They are they are they are BB size, pinhead size. You're not going to see them jumping. Yeah, don't don't jump to conclusions because a lot of these things you're going to get yourself off on the wrong track. Please uh, please look at the St. Augustine diagnostics and then look in your book and and it will it will help you. And then I think maybe we can we can begin to make some decisions. I would take photos of that part of your lawn into uh, into a really good retail nursery. I'm going to do something I normally don't do, but I'll do it right now. Um, I would go into one of the Callaways, ask for their manager or assistant manager, because they are all either certified nursery professionals or master certified nursery professionals, and ask their opinion and on okay. on what plants would look good and they can they can get you started and, and show you right there in the nursery what would what okay. would be a good option hey i gotta run but hopefully that'll help Joni. You. you're you. welcome you i hope i helped you thank you for calling all right mary joe and duncanville you're coming up next let me get my last break out of the way okay neil spray's lone star gardening is my book and uh folks for I, I took inventory last night, and I'm down to just probably between four and 500 copies of it left. And I am guessing that that will be one or two weeks' worth. I don't know. I just don't know. It's really been selling well, and I thank you for that very, very much. Um, I, I would not delay if I were you. If you have interest in buying it at $32.95, now there will be a sixth printing. I'm just waiting to take delivery on it until we get these out of the way so I have no chance of mixing them up. I just don't want to do that. There's a very small difference in the two books, two paragraphs in Chapter 1, that's all, and they make reference to the uh, to the freeze of 2021, and that's it. So if you'd like to save $6 on the book, this is your chance. Um, the book has uh, Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas, things you need to know to get started, and things that apply to all of the other 10 chapters in the book. So that's Chapter 1. Chapter 2 is 48 pages in length. It's four pages per month. It's a perpetual calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of the plants in your landscape and garden. Uh, that that will pay for the book itself, that chapter, I do believe. Chapter 3 is a comprehensive chapter on trees. Chapter 4, shrubs, then vines and ground covers, annuals and perennials. Those are really long chapters. And lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all in the book, 840 of my best photographs, 344 pages, lots of photographs I just stepped outside and took in our own landscape just because I needed a photograph on this or that. It took me a year to write this book. It took me, uh, it took me many weeks to assemble the charts that are in this book to help you choose just the right plants. It took me a, a lifetime to assemble the information that I've put into this book for you. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. 75,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. But I will stand behind that guarantee. If you're not happy with it, I'll refund every penny. The book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. If you uh, want to order it, I hope you will. Then you order it either from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. The phone number, if you opt to call, is 800 
800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way to order it, though, because you know you have it if you can get it this way, that's to go to my website, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That's our church. Thank you, Pastor Tommy, very, very much. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings. They think of durable metal roofing. But that name Mueller means so much more. It means that you're going to have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers. They'll help you design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for more than 90 years standing behind your warranty. And it also means that you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, Also, a Mueller assurance team ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. If you'd like to find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. 3553 or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's because Mueller means more. MuellerInc.com. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. I own my own Ace Hardware store because I enjoy serving the community of Salina. I am proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very much. I hope that the people of Salina realize what a wonderful store they have in that Ace Hardware store. Dan does a beautiful job with it. Take a look. If you've not been in there, just go in and take a look. Dan has had a prior career doing some great things. Let him tell you. It's his story to tell, not mine, but he's he understands merchandising very, very well. Let's go back to our phone lines now. If you'd like to call, I think I probably have time for you for one more call, 888-787-KLIF, 888 888- Seven eight seven five five four three. Mary Jo is in Duncanville. Mary Jo, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Hi. I have three questions related to the budworm. B as in boy, U, D as in David. And I think that's what is causing the little holes in my lettuce, my mustard greens, my uh, turnip greens, collards, and kale. <laughs> so... I went out there and I hand-picked them off and, and killed them with my hands, and then I blasted them with the water. Okay. The, the, the little black eggs, um, when I blast those off and they land in the soil, will they come back to life? Those may be droppings. They may not be eggs. If you have, what, you um, have is, yeah, what you have is, is the larvae, the caterpillars, they're not the egg-laying phase. The egg-laying phase would be moths. Um, so do they get born in the soil? Um, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to get an entomology research book or website out and check, but I'm pretty sure they do not. That's moths, good. Moths normally, that. yeah, moths normally don't breed in the soil. They breed in flight or on trees or something else, so. I don't okay, think so. so I, can, I can skip my second question because okay. I was going to ask if my garden soil was going to be contaminated. No. Now no with that's those. organic matter. There's just not much of it. 
Okay, and then if I accidentally eat one of those little green worms, will I get sick? No, I, I wouldn't think so. It's just a little protein. Um, those are, are they looping as, as they uh, are moving across the, the leaves? What does looping. That mean, looping? Well, looping means they move like a rubber horseshoe. They, they, oh. they, they loop their backs. Well, I had a little bit of that, but mostly they're holes. No, I didn't ask it right. Um, if you think about a, a woolly worm crawling across the driveway, it's just walking along, moving around, bending its back a little bit. Just, I don't mean bending it up in the air, but just walking along, sauntering along on the driveway. Okay, by comparison, if you look at what is called a cabbage looper on a cabbage plant, it will it will arch its back, an inchworm. It will arch its back and then pull its front out forward, and then pull the back up behind it and push. <laughs> it 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 moves that way. It doesn't walk. It 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 loops. It moves that way. Oh. Like like if you if you take your your middle finger and your thumb and you make a circle out of them. Then move your middle finger away, and then pull your thumb to it, and move your middle finger away, and pull your thumb to it. That's what a looper will do. And loopers, the looping types of caterpillars, it's a very important question, because the looping types of caterpillars can be controlled with one type of insecticide most effectively, and that is an organic type called Bacillus thuringiensis, BT, Baker Tom, BT. If you go into any any hardware store or garden center and you ask for BT, they'll take you right to it. They'll know what you're asking for. And that will kill all types of caterpillars, including the looping types. That's very important to know that, and, and that's what you should be using on these. Um, the, the good news about that is that it, it is safe for use, can be used, even on the day that you're going to be harvesting your vegetables. All you do is rinse the vegetables then. It's, it has no impact on humans. And so that's what organic uh, uh, growers will want to use is BT. If you happen to be an organic grower, or even if you're not, it doesn't matter because that's the only thing that's going to work on it if it's a looping type of caterpillar. That's interesting. So I, I have another question about that. Are they just seasonal, like a couple months during the year? To a large degree, yes. It depends on when the uh, the adult form, the, the moth, would be active, and then they would mate and lay their eggs. Uh, for example, with cabbage, which attacks all the, the cabbage family, broccoli, cauliflower, collards, all that, uh, they are active when those plants are growing actively, and they are a little white butterfly. So it, it just depends on the species. i got to run, but thank you for the call, Mary Jo. I hope that helped. Hey, Mike Bass, nice job. We'll be on BAP tomorrow morning. Happy gardening.